Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another Layer by Layer. Let's pick up right where we left off. This is part three, and now we're going to jump inside of Fusion 360. So here we are. This is where we left off. A little quick recap. The last thing we did was we created these cutouts for all the components on the top side, and we also created this really nice notch that allows us to access the USB port and the on-off switch. So in this tutorial, we're finally going to get into making our snap fit features to make these two pieces snap fit and clamp together. So normally what I would do is I would draw the snap fit features basically inside of this document, right? I would kind of pick out some of these things, project in some edges, and then just draw it right here within there. But however, in this tutorial and in this project, we're going to do something a little bit different. What if we just designed the SnapFit features in a standalone document? What would that allow us to do? Well, it would allow us to kind of bring in SnapFit features into any project. Instead of drawing it within that one project and having to draw it over and over again, why don't we just draw it one time in a standalone document and then bring it in to all of our other projects as an external component? That's what I've gone ahead and done. So this is what the SnapFit features would look like if you just had them standalone. It's basically two triangles in an in a L bracket. That's what it looks like. <laughs> so this is the whole SnapFit feature set. There's three pieces to it. Uh, the first piece being the nub. This is the little nub piece. The second bit is called the grabber. This is what clamps onto the nub. And then we have this third piece called the cutter. And what the cutter does is it does two things. It gives you an indicator of where the SnapFit features is and it allows the SnapFit feature to become unclamped much easier. So that's what these three pieces do individually. It's only it's being driven with just one profile. So if we take a look at the profile, let's double click on it. We'll look at inside of it. This is really all that it takes to kind of draw the SnapFit features. Two triangles and the chevron shape. Now, if we take a look at the sketch dimensions, you'll see that there are some user parameters. Shell is, is one that we keep reusing. And then there's this other one called the snap. This is the height of the snap. So you can change that. Um, if we bring up our user parameter window, you can see we just have those three. We have the snap, which is the, the height of it, the shell, which is the thickness of it, and then the length, which is the length of the snap itself. So we can change this super easily by opening up our user parameter window. So that's a look at the sketches inside here. Also, it's driven with a couple of uh, sketch constraints. So we have some parallel sketch constraints and some perpendicular uh, constraints that make this uh, this work. And then you have that 45 degree angle, which creates that, uh, that kind of triangle shape. So that's basically it for the sketch. And the last thing we'll talk about is that the, these three components are, are, are joined together via a rigid group. So this is a rigid group. So that means whenever we place one of these or we drag one of these, the rest of the groups go with it. And it's very important that we have that set up. I'll right click, I'm, I'll do a Control Z. And then you'll see at the bottom timeline here, it's pretty clean, just three extrusions and that rigid group at the end. So now that this is, uh, we walk through this, uh, what we'll do is in a standalone tutorial, we'll go ahead and try to draw this out. But for now, we're gonna skip that and we're just gonna bring this into our current document and uh, work with it. So that's what we have. We explained it pretty well. I have it saved as a snap set here in uh, my little uh, folder. That way I can bring it in. So now that I'm inside here, where do I want to bring it in? I want to bring it inside the case component. So I'll activate that, drop it open. And we're actually going to need it a couple of times. Now, if we were to just bring in one and then kind of repeat that, do a, a, a like a copy or a mirror, that's not going to allow us to modify that original. If you if you modify one, if you modify the original, all the copies will update as well. So we need to, we need to bring this in uh, multiple times 
to create four different lengths, right? So that's what we're gonna do. So since we're gonna have about four different snap sets, we need to create a component to nest all those snap fits. So I'll go ahead and create a new component inside the case, and I'll call this snap fits, or maybe snap sets, how about that? And I'll have it uh, active. There we go, so now it's active. So now I need to bring in the snap set. So what I'm gonna do is I'll right click, insert into current document, and as I bring it in, what I want to do is I want to kind of orient it to, to get a bit of replacement of it. So I'm going to rotate around this way at 90 degrees, and then I'll push it back this way. So it's a little bit right there. So this is where the snap fits is going to go. It's going to go on this longer side, on the front side. So I'll hit enter and bring that in. Uh, so now with the snap sets open, uh, what I will do is, you see it's a link, right? I can't modify it right now, it's just a snapshot of it. So what I need to do is I need to break this link so that I can actually modify the lengths and stuff. So I'll hit right click and then hit break link. When I break that link, you'll see that my timeline has this like collapsed um, uh, feature set. So if I open that up, you can get a look inside here. And what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go inside that uh, the, uh, the sketch that creates the snap set. And I'm gonna come in here and I'm going to update this right here where it says shell. Fusion 360 just, uh, created a new one and said underscore one. What it's doing here is it's, uh, since it already sees that there's a shell, instead of overwriting it, it just appends an underscore one to it. So what I wanna do is I wanna use the same shell that I'm using throughout the document. So I'm gonna delete that and then I'll use the shell with no underscore one as the, as the correct user parameter. And I need to do that for the bottom here as well. I'll hit enter. I don't need to do that for the snap because the snap is a brand new user parameter that was brought in here when I broke the link. So let me open the user parameter window and you'll see here that I do have shell underscore one and I have a shell. So I'm gonna go ahead and delete that shell underscore one because it's not being used anymore. We already updated the sketch. And for the length, I'm actually gonna change the length to front underscore front. So that way I know it's the length uh, uh, for the front. If I could spell front, there it is. That way I know it's, it's, it's the right parameter that I wanna do. So I'll hit okay, so finish sketch. All right, cool. So now that I have that, let's go ahead and rename it uh, from uh, from snap set to uh, where it actually is. So we'll call it uh, front snap, or maybe just front. I think front is okay. Cool, so the next one I wanna do is create a side snap, which will go over here on this side. And if we look at the, the case, you'll see that this side and this side are actually the exact same lengths. So we could just use one for those two sides and mirror it, but I still need to bring a new one in, right? So with snaps selected, snap set selected, I'll bring in another one, hit right click, uh, insert into document. That's gonna bring it in there. And again, uh, before I, I go ahead and place it, um, I want to uh, reposition it so it's a little bit easier when I start attaching these via joints. So that's over there, I'll hit okay. Let's right click on it and say break link. As soon as we break the link, let's go ahead and open uh, the feature set and then uh, open up that sketch, and then we'll go ahead and clean these out and get rid of the uh, the underscore one from our shell, underscore one. And you know, since this is the second one, you'll notice that the snap now has an underscore one. So I'll go ahead and, and clear those out. So I'm, I'm just using that one snap, and that is all of them, I believe, yes. And if we bring up the user parameter window, now when you hit the X, and it gives, if it gives you an error, that means you're still using it. So that's at least helpful that you know if you're, uh, if you're, you're using it or not. For length, I'll change this to uh, left, because it is the left side. Hit okay, and then stop sketch. Sweet, so that is our second one. Now, if we look over here at the top, really the back, as you can see the view cube says back, 
there's two sides here that are different lengths. So we're gonna need two individual uh, snap sets for, for one for this side and one for that side. So let's bring those in. So with that selected, snap set selected, bring in, insert into current document. Again, I wanna reposition this so that it's a little bit easier to attach via a joint in just a moment. Let's go ahead and zoom in a little bit and then we'll push it off this way. So this is now going on the right side. So hit enter. Let's right click, break the link, ay ay break the link, and then uh, rename it to, um, uh, let's call it uh, back right. And this one was supposed to be left. I think it renamed itself. Yeah, there's the left side. Back right, okay. Now we need to create another one over here on this side. So with snap selected, right click, insert into current document, and then we'll position it again, going this way. Push it back and then push it this way. There we go. Doesn't have to be accurate because we're gonna use those joints. We just kind of wanna have it somewhere in place. Hit okay. And then we will right click, break link. Let's go ahead and rename it to back left. Cool, now we can, uh, looks like we still need to, I didn't expand these documents, so I'm gonna go inside uh, the, the back right and then clean up that sketch entity here. So we'll see that we still have the snap underscore one, we have shell underscore one, and we have snap one, and then shell one. Cool, let's bring up the user parameter window and you can see it's, it, we need, it's better to clear it out before you start appending way too many of them. So I'll clear out these snaps here, the ones, and for this length here, it's gonna be uh, the, the, uh, the back, what is it, back uh, right, back right. So I haven't done snap two yet, so I need to fix that. So let's get out of there, zoom out, zoom into this one, expand our feature set, go inside the sketch, and then we'll update this guy. All right, so snaps underscore two, we'll clear that, clear that. Almost there, and this one here. Okay, cool, so now that we have those cleared out, I'll hit finish sketch, bring up our user parameter window, and then clear out those extra ones. For length underscore one, let's change it to back underscore left. That's where it is. So we have our, our lengths, our snaps all have the same stuff, and we're reusing that shell, user parameter. Excellent, so now that we have those, you'll notice that the side is still empty. We haven't created that mirror yet, and we need to create a mirror. So now that we have uh, this, what is it, this one over here, the left side, we can select that guy, and then what I'll do is we'll bring up our sketch toolbox and type in mirror, so we'll get that started. Pattern type set to components, our object is selected. For the mirror plane, I'll turn on our construction plane that we created earlier, and that's this guy right here. So it's a midpoint. It's a midpoint plane that's in the middle of these two, uh, these two edges. And then I'll hit OK, and that creates our our mirror. Now you notice that the mirror is says left mirror, and so that means whatever we change on the left will change on the right, and that's okay because they're actually the same lengths. Those are the only sides that have the same lengths, right? So now that we're in here, let's go ahead and modify our lengths so they kind of are lengthier. <laughs> so for the front. Let's get a, let me close this uh, data panel 
and then kind of rotate this way so our so our user parameter isn't covering our design we can look at it let me also hide the construction plane because we don't need that that's looking better okay so what we'll do is the length for front this is set to 12 let's change it to 80 because it's a rather lengthy you'll see that that instantly changes and almost fills in the whole length which is what we want then we'll do the left side for the left side I want to go with 50 and remember we use the mirror so that means the left and the right side have both updated to the to a length encompass the whole length of the case now let's do these top ones here uh, looking at it this way so I know my left and my rights are, are the way I want it so for this guy over here this is the uh, back left I want that to be 14 and then for this uh, back right I want that to be 24 and there we go so those are the lengths we want I kind of already know what the length should be but if you're still figuring out you can do a measurement or you can play with the different numbers there so that's it for uh, for all the lengths now the next thing we do is well, how do we snap these onto the actual case itself because they're kind of away from the case all we need to do is use joints so that's what we're going to do so I'm going to start off with the the bottom case so I'll go ahead and, and hide the top and also hide the PCV of the Pi badge that way I can only see what I'm working with so I'm working with the bottom here let's go ahead and select the case activate that as the component and that way uh, I can see it better and what we're going to select for this bottom half what we're going to do is we're going to tie all these nubs to it so I'll start off with this side over here since I'm already looking at it so I'll bring up my model sketch toolbox and I'll, I'll activate the joint command and what I want to do is I want to I'm going to roll over this surface I'll hold down the command key and that way I can lock into any of these uh, these mating uh, triangles here I want the top center triangle now that with that selected I'll rotate around and we're going to go on the inside of the case we get those same set of, uh, of centered uh, points to select from so I'll hold down command again that way it snaps to any of these points and I'll select this top here what I'll do is uh, what that will do is was quickly point that to there it'll snap it to there and once I hit OK the rest of those uh, snap fit features will go with it which is what we want so now what we gotta do is, 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 is pretty much repeat that process for the rest of the snap fit features so again the model toolbox I'll bring up the joint command I'll hold down command so I can quickly select the center of the top edge there rotate around and pretty much do the same on this side so I'll lock those in and that's what we want there alright let's go ahead and do this one since we're right there again the joint command and we'll hold down command so I can select that top center rotate around and then hold down command again and select that piece there we don't need to add any offsets or anything but if we do if it came in in an unsuspected way we could always offset it and, and reorient it as we need to alright we're almost there we got two left to do so uh, again joint command roll over the surface hold down command click on that center triangle rotate around and then center triangle Hit okay all right well, we only have one left now to do so let's orient ourselves and bring up the joint command roll over the surface that we want hold down command or control and then center triangle let's go back over here and center triangle hit okay Oh, something went wrong. For some reason, the uh, the features didn't go with it. That doesn't make any sense. Whoa, that is a super bizarro one. Wow, that is super weird. 
Um, you know what we should do then is just mirror it now that it's in the right spot. So if we can get rid of this mirror right here, let's see if we can find it first. This mirror right here, let's, let's get rid of that uh, because the joint didn't seem to want to append properly. So what we'll do is we'll run the mirror again. We'll select the, uh, the side left, mirror plane. Let's bring up our construction plane, hit OK. That way it's at least in the right spot. Hmm. Well, it's in the right spot, so that's what we care about the most. Interesting. All right, so that, then we have these placed. Now we gotta actually join these bodies together. So how do we do that? There is a feature called Combine that we can use. So what I'll do is I'll hit the Combine feature, and I'll select our bottom. And then what I'll do is I'll select all of those nubs. So if we come in here and we select the nub, and when you select it, it's gonna, op uh, the operation set to cut, so let's make that join. And I'll start appending these, um, these tool bodies. So, so let's do this nub. And it'll turn blue when, uh, when you know you selected the correct one. So again, click, there's blue. Let's rotate around, let's click this one, blue. And I believe this is the last one here. So we have a total of five snap fit nubs that are being tied and combined to the bottom case. So let's go ahead and hit enter. That joins it. And if we hide our whole snap fit set, you can see that, yep, we just have the bottom and it is now merged. All the nubs are now merged to that bottom case. Sweet. Next, let's, let's, let's hide the top and reveal our, let's hide the bottom and reveal the top. I almost got confused there. And then rotate around. And now we're going to turn on the snap sets again. And this time we're going to, we're going to combine the top portion to all the snap fit features here. So again, sketch box and then uh, we'll do combine. Our target body is the top and then all of our tool bodies are these snap fit grabbers here. Just these guys. All five of them. We want to make sure we select the correct ones. Alright, so we have those five. Operation is set to join and I'll hit OK. Sweet. Again, if we hide the snap fit features, you get a better cleaner look at that. Sweet. So now that we have the grabbers and the nubs tied to where we want. All that leaves now is the cutters. So the cutters are going to create those indicators on the side of the case. It's literally going to cut away from the case so it allows us to easily open it and we know where the snaps are. So since we are going to uh, uh, kind of cut away from both pieces, we're going to reuse that same nub, the same cutter uh, for those two things. So here's what we'll do. Let's go ahead and hide the top because we're going to start with the bottom. I'll bring up the shortcuts again using combine. Our target body will be the bottom and our tool bodies will now be these uh, these cutters on the outside of the case, these guys here. Now the only different thing here is that the operation should be set to cut and where it says keep tools, we actually want to keep our tools because we, we want to reuse them for the top half of the case. So let's go ahead and turn that on, hit OK. And if we hide our snap sets, you'll see that it indeed did cut away at the case, at those edges. So now you can see where those indicators are on the outside of the case. So let's go ahead and hide the top, reveal the, the bottom, uh, hide the bottom, reveal the top again. And we'll kind of rotate around this way. And then I'll turn on the snap sets again, and you'll see they're still there because we had that keep tools. So let's go ahead and do another combine. This is gonna be our last one. Target body will be the top. And then our tool bodies will be these guys on the outside here. So I'll use five triangles. With them all selected, operation set to cut. Now we can deselect the keep tools because now we don't need to keep them. This is the last body that needs those tools. Let's hit OK. 
Fusion's going to think about it and then cut them out. So now we have this geometry where it's nice and smooth, nice and chamfered edge there. Now if I real if I bring back the body one, I mean the the, the bottom. That is what we're looking at. That is our case. So let me turn on the PCB, go ahead and activate the whole component, and that is our snap fit case. Looking lovely here. Now one of the last things you can do is we can bring up an appearance and kind of change the color if we want to give it some more color. <laughs> we can, uh, let's uh, actually look inside the case because we're actually not done yet. So what I'll do is I'll hide the PCB and then uh, go inside the case, do a cross-section analysis, and we'll see that the, the grabber and the nubs have no clearance in between them. If you were to print this out and try this out, it probably isn't going to work. It's going to be too tight because when you're 3D printing a case or anything, the plastic tends to expand a little bit. And that little bit of clearance is can go a long way. So you'll have like this case that's like kind of bulging out because it doesn't have clearance. So to add the clearance, all we need to do is just push these surfaces back a bit. If we look at a user parameter, we already have gap. So why not use that user parameter here? So the only thing we need to change or really the only thing we need to offset is the is the top because that has the grabbers. So that's all we need to change. So let's go ahead and uh, turn off the bottom, look at the top, and then uh, turn off our section analysis so we can get a good look at it. So the way to push these in is there's a, if you, if you use the press and pull command, it's the hotkey is Q, the letter Q, that will uh, pull up this press pull command. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna start off by selecting these surfaces on the inside of the case. You see those right there? it automatically changed the feature from pull press pull to offset faces. And that's exactly what we want. So now, instead of actually typing a number, I'll just use gap. And that's gonna push it inwards. So now, what I'll do is I'll, or, I'll orient myself and then append all of the snap uh, features, all of the inside surfaces that are going inside the case. I'm gonna select those. That should give us uh, 10 surfaces to select like that, and we're using that gap as the uh, as the parameter. So I'll hit enter, so that thickened it out. Now I need to push them inwards a bit. So again, using the same press pull, the letter Q, and then I'll select the surfaces that are that are on the outside of the case that make the, the grabbers. So that's these surfaces here. You have to be sure to select both of them for each snap set. That gives us a total of 10 surfaces to select and then this is the last two. So now, uh, for the value, I'll make it negative gap. So it goes on the inside, inward. So I'll hit OK. And that is all we need to do to create our, uh, our, our sort of tolerances, our offsets. So I'll turn the top back on so you can get a good look at it. And why not turn on the section analysis? And now you can get a good look and see that there is some nice distance between those surfaces. That's looking really nice. So when you 3D print that, you'll have some nice uh, tolerances that should grip pretty well and not be over tightened. So that's looking pretty good. It's across the whole thing. Now what's cool about this is that everything's still parametric. So if we ever need to come here and add more material uh, and change maybe the padding or the shell, everything is just gonna update with it. Albeit there might be some limitations and some features might break here and there. For the most part, it should be pretty uh, uh, changeable. So that's looking good. One of the last things we could do is because we have the snap set still here, it doesn't really have anything anymore because we've used all the uh, components. So what we can do is right click and say remove. And that's just gonna get rid of it in the data panel here. Well, not the data panel, but the browser. Let's get rid of it there. 
uh, and it kind of has it here. Now we can also clean up our timeline by collapsing the snap fit features. That way they're here and nice and condensed. So our timeline is looking really nice and clean. And uh, that's really the whole design here. Probably the last thing we can do is what I'll omit from this tutorial is the reset button on the back there. Um, we can always create a, a hole here and create a new component for that button so we can have an actuator to reset the, the, uh, the bootloader. We could also create some openings or maybe a door hat uh, latch here for, uh, for the feathers. Maybe we want to add some feather stuff. But uh, those are all things that you can add. This one's just kind of covering the main case. Uh, that's really going to be it. If you guys have any questions at all on what we cover, please drop them in. If you have any tips, I really love those. Definitely leave those for me. That helps me out and other people too. That's really the whole tutorial. I hope you guys enjoyed this mini series. Let me know what you think. But until next time, remember to make a great day. My name is Norero Wes. There's my name right there. Because some folks know who am I. That's who I am. Thank you guys so much for watching. I'll see you in the next one. But until then, remember to make a great day. Bye, folks.